hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's that big uh, tweet out there. I forget who said it, um, but that you know, every day online there is a main character. Every all the discussion centers around, and the goal is to never ever be that main character. You never want to be the main character on the internet, on Twitter, except if you're this man. Now, what I've heard uh, him described as in the past uh, couple of days where everybody's talking and giving their pers- their feelings and opinions on him, um, he's a bitter, failed comedy writer, mm-hmm. um, a bearded former comedy writer, um, a craggy white beard bro, Bernie bro, who is who uh, hates women almost as much as he hates the Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, he is um, the host of the morning uh, show Jack AM, and you may have heard him a couple of times on this show as well. He is Jack Allison. Hello. Thank you for having me, Leslie. This is a, a great opportunity to be able to come speak with you today. And I, you know, I, uh, I want to clear up the air. You know, I, uh, I, I did find myself as, uh, I think that was a maple cocaine tweet. I think maple yeah, cocaine yeah. tweeted that you don't want to be the main character of Twitter every day. The goal is never to be that main character. And, uh, I did find myself, uh, the main character, uh, of Twitter yesterday. I, you know, wrote my piece about Michael Che and I found myself having become a Twitter moment. Uh, um, yeah. So uh, the name of the article is live from New York is Michael Che's weird fixation with me. You uh, disappeared in the outline. Pretty good uh, magazine um, and has brought you, you know, this new persona now, because before you were a failed former comedy writer, mm-hmm. which isn't even like a writer, like no one grows up and says they want to be a comedy writer. It's a not writer. Yeah. It's like, it's the type of writing where you just like, what comedy writing is, is you like go sit in a room and eat like gummy bears all day. And then you like talk with 12 other people about the right place to put a fart. That's like what comedy writing is. (laughs) But with this new article now, from what I understand, you're now coming uh, out and saying that you are a writer. That's correct. Yeah, I'm a writer guy now. Um, uh, I've changed my avatar. Uh, My avatar is now a... A portrait of me that was done uh, uh, by Tom Pepper on Twitter. But, you know, now writer people... Have a little cartoon. You know always, what I mean? Like, always. You always have a little cartoon as your avatar. You know, I was originally going to go pencil sketch Washington Post kind of avatar, but uh, I like this sort of, you know, pastel y, uh, but sort of still expressionistic. Serious. Yeah. And that, that definitely makes me like look better than I actually look. Well, that, I mean, it has that element of the, of the writer guy avatar which is to not show the world what you look like yeah you're seri- i have to be an air of authority now you know what i mean chrisman said actually but matt chrisman said about the uh 
the New York Times reality show thing, and I thought it was a really good. Or no, uh, I think Manneker said this. He, I thought it was a good point. He was like, uh, uh, they really fucked up their air, their like voice of authority thing by showing us their weird faces and <laughs> yeah. letting us hear their dumb voices. <laughs> and that's what the Avatar is all about. Like, I'm not now that I'm a serious writer guy. I don't need to see everybody to see that I look like some fucking doofus. I'm like a smart guy now. Somebody did a painting of me. You know what I mean? Um, yes. Yeah, so, you know, this has brought, you know, some big changes for you. I would say, uh, mostly positive ones, it seems. Mm-hmm. So I guess the first question I think people are asking me to ask you is, um, when did you first decide, um, to use your white fertility and toxic masculinity mm-hmm. to try and get, uh, Michael Che fired for clout? Well, a black man, by the way. Michael Frankly, Che is a black man. I just, it was frustrating. Jack, do you acknowledge that Michael Che is a black man? Do I acknowledge that Michael Che is black? Um, well, I want to push back on you a little bit on that. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yes, I do acknowledge, I do acknowledge that Michael Che is a black man and I'm a, I'm a white man and, um, you know, uh, uh, that's just the way it's always going to be. And I apologize for that. I do. I deeply apologize for that. And, um, you know, I'm, I, I've been working my entire life. I've worked my entire life to work my way through this, but, uh, uh, I am a white guy and a lot of people, <laughs> you know, sort of did mention that. Uh, but all I can do is work and try to be better. You know what I mean? All I can do is like acknowledge. I hear you. You're right. I'm white. I'm going to try to do better. <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of people were saying that right that this was some racial thing and you know what i see it and you see it a lot i think that you know i we've talked about uh this with kanye before mm-hmm. right like it's okay to be like as mean and racist as you want to be the kanye right. if you're a white person mm-hmm. and you know i'm sure michael che gets some of it in fact, i bet I've he seen, does he i've seen him get some of it mm-hmm. you know post this article but that's not what you were going for from what no, I was saying. Look, listen, like this thing with Michael Che, I, I had a line in the article. It got excised from the article by the editors, and they're smart. There's a whole bunch of shit that probably <laughs> that ended up coming before. <laughs> but one thing I did want, I did originally say, and it was that I'm like, I wouldn't have picked Michael Che if it was going to be yeah. like between the head writers of SNL for me to feud with or whatever. It never would have been Michael Che. No. I don't have any personal animus. I mean, look, there's stuff that's come now that people have told me about this guy and everything that I'm like, okay, he seems kind of a little fucked up or something like that. But going into this thing, I'm like, I think Michael Che of the SNL Weekend Update hosts probably has more of a natural funny bone in his body than Colin Jost, who is just a terrible, you know, the avatar of the Harvard to uh, Harvard to writer's room pipeline that they have, you know, uh, uh, in the entertainment industry. You know, he is the avatar of, like, what has created this type of bland Harvard comedy that is on every fucking TV channel. If it were up to me, it would be me and Colin Jost. But Colin Jost only ever uses Twitter <laughs> to do IZOD-branded content. He only ever uses it to do, like, an ad for Absolute Vodka or IZOD, smear, uh, or IZOD you know, jackets or something like that. So wait, wait, he's started, the IZOD guy? He's, he's an of IZOD course, spokesman. Of course, of course. Oh, yeah. Course. Colin Jost is an, I, uh, is an IZOD spokesman. So, but if it were up to me, it would be Colin Jost, you know. But, and the fact yeah, is that well, I... Well, before... Well, moving on to that, I do want to confirm, like, because we... This is the first time we're just straight up doing an episode on this situation because like we weren't you and i didn't really thought just thought it was weird right it's just bizarre it's like a flame war that i'm in but it's funny it's like cool like i've been in flame wars before and i think it's like funny or whatever i never felt like 
scared or bullied by Michael Che, but I do think it's like notable that the fucking head writer of SNL yeah. is like a weird guy who freaks out about shit. I think people are like are really kind of confused by the article because your point is just that wow Michael Che, che is being weird to me. Yeah, but they're waiting and they're expecting it to be like most articles I've about been like punched down at and I'm uh, fucking you know a victim okay. and all this. I am not. I don't want to work at SNL. Yeah, and so <laughs> like I put myself in a position where I will never ever get hired at SNL. I succeeded. I succeeded. <laughs> my agent at one point was like, "You should work at SNL," and I think that put a bug in my brain that I was like, "I need to arrange my entire life so that I'll never get to work at SNL." <laughs> I need to make sure that that idea never occurs to her again. Yeah, but I, I mean, the funny thing is, like, you one hundred percent, if you wanted to keep have kept on the same path you were in, like, you would have a late night comedy writing job right like when i mean if i wanted to like if i had been a, like if i busted my if i had out of kimmel show busted my ass on doing packets and shit like that and was like very nice to everybody and like did play hollywood the hollywood game or whatever yes i believe very i believe <laughs> you can't say anything for sure but i think it's probably pretty likely that i'd be making that kind of money doing that kind of stuff yeah uh, but now I don't want to do it. That's really the thing. Yeah, like, I decided I didn't want to do that world. Like, you know, it was like sort of a it was a, you know, long it wasn't like a one day realization, but I did quit the Kimmel show. Uh, you know, there were times after quitting the Kimmel show when I was like, oh, I guess I'll apply for things or whatever. I did apply for like one or two jobs, but the act of applying was just a misery. And I also couldn't help but feel like I don't want to do this job. Like if I were to even with the roll of the dice, like land this job. I'm like, I, and I know this is a real, very, very privileged thing. It is a hugely privileged thing. And the fact that I was even able to do this stuff in the first place is, 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 is it speaks to the massive amounts of privilege and everything like that. Uh, uh, but I just don't want to do it anymore. I don't want to go to like a building and sit around a table and like, I, and uh, pitch out stuff about like celebrities and stuff like that. Like I just, I had done it for many, many years of my life and I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah, and so that kind of brings us to the start of all this. This started not from you personally attacking Che, no. going to his Instagram, and trolling I him, insulting him, or even insulting, you know, SNL directly. This started not even directly or indirectly. This started because you saw a labor issue yeah. with the SNL website and right. you commented on it. And so this and is another weird another weird element here and another thing where this is like kind of a complex thing, right? So a lot of people I saw pushing back on me were being like, he knew that that's like a standard clause and it wasn't a big deal and he made a big fucking deal out of it anyway. And I'm like, well, it's not the case. I actually do think that it is a pretty standard clause to have stuff in there about similar material, but the clause about everything on your social media being considered part of the submission is something I had never seen before, and, you know, it's worth noting even if uh, uh even if it is not a big deal it's like interesting to note that like okay like hey everyone who's applying like SNL has a clause in here that says they can like take stuff off your Twitter and you can never sue them about it i'm not saying that they're necessarily going to do that but like that is the clause that's in there and it's a clause i've never seen before yeah and you uh, again like 
the reason you are interested in this and talk about this and talk like I fucking worked in the industry. Yeah. And I talk a lot of shit about how like it's fucked up in the industry and like how like the work is not good and how bosses are fucked up and you know, people in this industry get treated like shit and everything like that. Like this does come from a place of like, you know, I'm like, yeah, like I think that as I do think SNL is fucked up. I think SNL should fucking be off the air, to be honest with you. Like after having Trump host in 2015 and like doing a free campaign ad for this guy that had never happened before. Before. They never, ever, ever had a presidential candidate host uh, uh, during a campaign cycle, uh, and they like so. I legit do think that SNL should be canceled, like for that reason, because it's irrelevant and because it like gave a free platform to help Donald Trump, the NBC star white supremacist, become president. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, but you know, uh, um, but uh, but I but so I I have a problem you know with SNL sort of institutionally, and I'm gonna so I want to own up to that. Like I do have like anti SNL bias in the sense that I'm like anti institution, and that is your largest you know institution that exists in the world of comedy. Uh, Jack, I think you're being unfair to yourself. You <laughs> have anti SNL bias because you've watched. It's SNL. bad. It's a bad show, everybody. <laughs> it is bad. It's a bad show. But I'm talking about like in the time when I was talking about like you know, their submission guidelines. You know, a lot of people push back at me and be like, oh, why are you looking at it if you're not going to apply or whatever? I'm looking at it because I hate SNL. And because I <laughs> and like... somebody sent you a link too, And somebody right? sent me a link to it and I like read it and I was like, that seems crazy. And I fucking posted. It's like yeah. posting... Th- also, posting takes like three seconds. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like three seconds to post. Anyway, so I posted about the submission guideline thing, which is weird. Didn't tag Michael Che. Didn't tag the show. Didn't fucking like, you know, uh, uh, didn't try... <laughs> Didn't like go out of my way to tag anybody and, you know, uh, uh, and, um, so, you know, Michael Che, like within 15 minutes, I think it gets like, you know, uh, uh, a couple retweets or something like that. Within 15 minutes, I had made an appearance on Michael Che's Instagram story and he was being like, this guy shouldn't be worried about that or whatever. And this, you know, like basically started a, you know, six month long fixation of Michael Che. Uh, uh, on me and i really don't think that there's any other way to put it you know what i mean like i didn't keep going at like i went at michael che whenever he came at me but he was the one to always revive this every single time you know what i mean i wasn't like out there like you know posting to michael che and being like notice me notice me michael che like he if anything did that to me yeah because it is it will always because when we talked about it we and we talked about it a little bit on one episode back in the day where you know we said that you know it was kind of weird because after it first happened it was like yeah that's kind of weird but like michael che we still think is a pretty funny guy and certainly like is not the main problem with snl and no that's lauren and colin yeah and we were like not not we were like very you know like chill about it you can go back and listen to that i'm like i think it's weird but whatever like i don't like hate this guy and i'm not like anti-che or whatever yeah and it was like actually kind of still kind of fun then but then weird guy it got fucked up yeah it got kind of fucked up because and like i don't want to i don't want to say that i like felt bullied or anything like that i didn't feel menaced i've been in internet fights before and i do have a thick skin and this stuff like doesn't really bother me it bothers you in the sense that like it 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 can like pop up at times you don't expect and then you kind of are like in this thing when you weren't intending to do that if that makes any sense like it's stressful it's It's stressful and it's time consuming but i never was like oh fuck i'm like scared of like michael che being mean to me or whatever and i also never gave a fuck about like michael che like 
I like the attention. That is the absolute truth. A lot of people have said to me, like, Jack, you love the attention. And I'm like, I sure the fuck do. <laughs> but I you didn't go out of your do. way to get it at all. In I this- didn't, like, try to tag this guy for clout or anything like that. But I absolutely am tickled by the fact that the head writer of SNL, for some reason, decides to torture himself by reading my tweets about how SNL is bad. Uh, But anyway, so with Che, it gets very, very personal. And this is over the course of many weeks. And it's like over weird shit. Like, I'm not like posting about Che. I'm posting about like making soup. And he posts about me being like, this guy's making soup. He doesn't have much money. Like, he must be saving up to buy a gun, which I'm like, again, I don't really care that much. But that's weird. It's weird. Well, it's weird, you know, to come at you from nowhere for making, like, a comment about, like, the fine print on the SNL fucking website that I guarantee 1,000% he did not take one look at before or since. And also doesn't give a shit. Like, truly doesn't care either way. Like, doesn't care that there was an issue. Just cares that someone was complaining. Just doesn't like that there was anyone out there complaining uh, uh, about the show that he works on. Whatever. So anyways, he gets on me about fucking soup, all sorts of shit. Well, well, like, well actually, what I was going to say is, but it's, it, you know, all that seems really weird and fucked up if you don't know Michael Che's history. Yeah. Which is that anytime somebody... And look, I, I want to stay off the bat. I am not someone who thinks that celebrities, you know, can't, you know, talk back to the haters. Me if neither. You, if, if you will, you know... If I talk a lot of shit about Beyonce, like if Beyonce came at me, like that would be like a probably a shitty day for me. But ultimately, I know what I'm getting into and I wouldn't want anybody to like really go down, like come hard at Beyonce if her response is proportional. You know, if if Beyonce quote tweeted me once with like, you know, a a snarky comment, that would be fine. And I, and you know, whatever repercussions, I'll, I'll likely be murdered. But, you know, I know that going in. Like, I'm not trying to say that no celebrity can ever push, uh, back on it but the thing that michael che does is that like he'll give that you know first initial snar- snarky response and then just keep going and, and stay going on it for and months going. and months and months <laughs> uh uh forever and listen he's a, he's a man after my own heart i i am i am i get fixated all the same and i am a little weirdo too and i'm mean to people online too uh what makes it interesting is that michael che is the head writer of saturday yeah. night live <laughs> Uh, and he appears on television on Saturday Night Live every single week. And that's the thing that makes it interesting. A lot of people like, <laughs> they're like, why is it? I'm like, because it's a fucking TV guy. Yeah, that's like the only bizarre. Thing. Yeah. Like, sh- that's why it's a popular article. Like, I don't feel attacked or anything like that, but it is self evidently interesting. Um, because. Number one, I was asked to write about it. And number two, so many people read it and cared about it. So, yeah. you know, the argument of like, why does anyone care about this? I'm like, I don't know. Ask fucking them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I think the reason Twitter made it. Uh, uh, and so the article was, you know, a trending moment on Twitter because yeah, Twitter made, made it Twitter that moment. I think because uh, it, you had so many screenshots like from Twitter. In Twitter. And it, it may, <laughs> if, it's like when you're uh, like. If you want to win an Oscar, you have to make a movie about, about Hollywood. About the movies. Yeah, about the movies. And I wrote a you... long story about Twitter, and they're like, damn, this is fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, uh, I I think Michael Che's a weird guy, and the things that do actually get me annoyed about him, it's not like I like feel bullied by him or anything. I actually get most annoyed by 
um, that he like is like kind of a coward to be honest with you like you know what i mean like i would actually really like to get into it like straight up like back and forth with michael che but he can only do it on his instagram story and if you ever speak to him directly he like disappears immediately like it has to be only on his terms and frankly you know I, this article doesn't even go into when he came onto twitter as freddie yes Thumbs, yes and like that. you know it's like dude like Wait, no, well, let's even say, aside from all let's the say this guy is not a good poster. <laughs> well, let's let's before we even get that, let's just say like he, uh, it's not an article, but he started a Twitter account, yeah. primarily um, to fight with you and anybody who like interacts. With it was you. legit, just like him, like arguing with struggle session and Jack AM fans for like two days. He he was quote tweeting me about like doing a Twitch show. He was. He alluded to, to some rude things about my wife, and that actually did annoy me, to be honest with you. That annoyed me a little bit when he was alluding to my wife. Um, uh, but truly, what I find most annoying about him is that, like, you know, he likes to act like, oh, I'll give it to you. And, like, let's just do go back and forth. And, like, I punch back. And I'm like, yeah, but you, like, you punch back and then you, like, hide. Yes. You, like, <laughs> put on a suit of armor and hide. And I'm like, that is actually super whack. And uh, <laughs> I know that you like want to sort of look like, you know, you're this guy who pushes back and everything. But I also fucking push back. Yeah. And I'm actually a fucking guy who pushes yeah. back or whatever. And I know what it looks like. And I know what what, what retreat looks like, too. You said, it, man, I, I, I don't need to make my diss track on here because people saw it anyway. And <laughs> apologies to anybody who's listening to this episode and, you know, is not on Twitter but you know, but you know, shout Stay out to, but shout outs to the people who are here for the dirt and the tea, <laughs> uh, because you know, I I had my little small part uh, in this drama. Thankfully, I was able to avoid being becoming uh, a co-main character, a co-conspirator. Yeah, really. I, I think I don't know how it happened, but I guess Michael Che's online fans are really not that dedicated. Like they barely <laughs> want to like. Well, and there and aren't that many of them. <laughs> yes. Um, but what I was saying, um, but yeah, so in my part in this, you know, when he was, when Che was first going back and forth with you, I sent him some, you know, funny DM about, uh, I think on day two or three where I was saying like, actually, you know, the, your posts about Jack aren't really doing numbers for struggle sessions. So could you, you know, <laughs> maybe step it up or move on. Yeah. And yeah. he called me uh, a coon and in response and blocked me. Mm -hmm. Don't know why. I, mm -hmm. I don't know why, how was coonish about that, but okay. Mm -hmm. And then when he starts the Freddy two thumbs account, I forget the, what, what, what even Freddy happened. thumbs, Freddy, Freddy thumbs. thumbs, uh, what even happened the first time we ran them off. But the second one time we had to run Michael Che off the head writer of SNL off of Twitter was when, you know, he was, he called me a coon again for some reason. And then I was like, you know, you know, you really shouldn't go around calling people coons if there's video of you um, applauding a white supremacist uh, ex that exists. Um, and for people who don't know, mm -hmm. when um, white supremacist Republican Dan Crenshaw came on SNL, like that was during the weekend update and Michael Che was right at the desk. And there's Daniel a picture. Nation picture of that and what i found out you know during this interaction i actually went back and watched the video closely and it's like oh he actually stands up to applaud mm -hmm. dan crenshaw well he to you by the way you were like you applauded a white supremacist and he's like show that video and then you just did did and <laughs> I, I just 
showed and the he, video. He left. He left, he left he, online. Shut down his Twitter account yeah. for the second time in as many weeks yeah. because he couldn't handle the heat. Which a lot of people were saying, actually, were like uh, saying to you that, well, if you had a problem with him, why did you write an article? Why didn't you just clap back at him? You're supposed to be a comedian. Uh, like, are you kidding we, me? We, we did. <laughs> I did. And also, another thing about this, by the way, like the article is not a cancellation, it's just a, a tale of an odd thing. That went down an internet tale, kind of. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, I don't think it is like. You know, but but again, when people are like, "Why didn't you respond?" I'm like, the article also is a response. You know what I mean? Like, I did respond as a comedian, like trading barbs back and forth, and he did fairly badly, actually, in yes. my opinion. I think he did pretty badly, and most of the Michael Che insults were the kind of like, "You like live in your mom's basement," <laughs> right? And, like. And like little kids use Twitch and stuff like that. He was like, I'll tune in if I, if like my nephew can teach me how to use Twitch or whatever. <laughs> I mean, and I was just insulting him by, because of like the median age of SNL being like quite <laughs> old, quite yeah. old. Yeah. You um, didn't take it personally. You didn't, mi- you didn't mention the fact that, I mean, no. if anybody has ever watched Michael Chase, then the, the like half of it is about how he, you know, can't leave New York and just like drinks by himself all the time. There's plenty of material if you want to go like at michael che taking i'm not trying to i don't want to you know what i mean like that's not what i'm trying to do actually and like you know michael che has gone very personal at me and it doesn't bother me because uh i don't give a fuck about anything and uh and i'm (laughs) I'm a a shell i'm a shell at this point so you know it doesn't bother me i can understand why it would bother other people and i have heard from a lot of people since this happened i don't know like the reason that's the reason he doesn't have a Twitter account. And he is on Instagram and just does stories. Is because he kept getting like in shit for like not having any posting discipline and really yeah. like fixating going after people. And it's like, uh, look, like, look, I understand. Like, there is a line from like where I think you know appropriate clapbacks or you know reasonable responses. I'm not, we're not saying that no celebrity can no. respond to stuff, but Michael Che just goes about it in just really odd, weird, deep personal way and just keeps going and going and going and it just does not stop because he he it would just be like some random post that you would make like on a Wednesday afternoon about like crackers or some shit and he would like screenshot it and post it on his Instagram story is like ah look at this piece of shit he likes crackers he's poor yeah. he eats crackers and, and it just like it's just completely like weird abnormal uh, stuff it's a I weird it's way to weird be and it's worth like looking at and i'm yeah. like and also it's like weird to, it's also an interesting thing to look at in the sort of like how money changes your brain thing you know what i mean like michael che is now like 100 percent like classist with his insults that's all it yeah. is like 100 percent of my if you don't like michael che or if he gets mad at you it's just like i've got money you don't have money like go fuck yourself like i have money i have a shoe collection i've got a lot of food i eat good food fuck you yeah that's why rich people aren't funny which I'm like, I, you know, I get it, dude. I did all that shit. You know what I mean? Like I had, I went and got good food and I worked and made money and everything like that. I get it. Um, have fun. That's fun for you. <laughs> you know, you, you know, he posted a video where he showed the inside of his closet and he has two to three hundred hoodies all <laughs> stacked up neat. That's two fine. Three hundred hoodies. And you didn't go at that. You didn't go. At I don't that go story. at any of that shit. What I have said, mm-hmm. holy, and I, what I, the only time I've gone at Michael Che personally is that I said 
when he was like being mean, when he was upset at me, I was like, oh, this sounds like someone who's like really proud of the work he does at SNL. <laughs> and like, but that's like all I've ever done is say that I, I believe that he knows he's not doing good work at SNL and also that the work on SNL is not good. That's all I've said to him, really. You know what I mean? Like, I know that he knows his he's not doing good work. He can't respond to anything when it's actually about the quality of the show. Um, and so he just, like, attacks me for whatever the fuck thing he can, like, notice. And mostly that's, like, at 12-year-old level, like, internet flame war stuff. It's like, dude, like, fucking, like... I bet you have Cheetos on your fingers right now. Cheetos as you type this or whatever. I'm like, all right, that's fine. I don't care. Jack, what's next for you and Michael Che? Um, next for me and Michael Che, I swear to God, I don't know. I I theorize, I thought yesterday that I would never hear from him again. Uh, but, uh, but now he is like doing more Instagram posts that are, you know, they started off being sort of not as much, uh, about me. And then he, he last night did a rundown of all the like articles that have been mean to him or whatever. <laughs> like, like whatever. Uh, I don't know. I will have to wait till see this Saturday, uh, to see if they, uh, uh, if I'm made fun of on the show. Otherwise, I think I, I, I want it to be done. I'm a serious writer guy now, and you'll notice yes. that I'm not screenshotting and responding to Michael Che, even when he Instagrams about me anymore. I'm going to be the bigger man about this and, uh, no longer, uh, respond to Michael Che because I'm a very serious writer now and I got the fucking avatar that looks like Disco Elysium and shit. So I'm like, I'm like smart and serious. Um, from Michael's perspective, I think, uh, the best part about all these professional interneters that write slam poetry about old Michael Che is mm-hmm. that now all they'll be able to talk about is old Mikey Che. I think I'm going to find other things to talk about. <laughs> I think I'm going to manage to find other things to talk about than old Michael Che. And I think, uh, uh, and I think that, you know, this has been enough talking about Michael Che <clears throat> to last me a lifetime. <laughs> yeah. We're closing the door on Michael Che. You got your episodes, your, dra- your, your drama hounds. Your you want the drama? Thing. You want the bullshit? You want this stuff? You Come on. Don't you come for the film or stuff? Don't you want to see what the fuck we think about like uh, a movie or something like that? You just want this Twitter bullshit? You sick fucks. <laughs> you fucks. <laughs> this is what you want from us? Ha ha ha. Yes. Say the sickos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. That was Struggle Session. Have a good one. All right. Goodbye. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.